Katie, and this is One Kiss Means Forever. This is the podcast where you get whisked away to a beautiful, sunny location just to have all hell break loose. But don't worry, it works out in the end. We're talking about our favorite made-for-TV romances, the kinds that you find on Hallmark in various other places. But today is Hallmark. And today is a very special day because uh, we're going to be talking about a movie called destination wedding and it's very special for a couple of reasons first of all when this is dropping so not when katie and i are talking but when this drops and you're hearing it everybody uh we are in mexico at katie's destination wedding i'm not walking down the aisle to that but yeah yes um (laughs) this you are probably sick of hearing about katie's wedding because we've been talking about it for three years (laughs) But it's finally going to be over and done with after this, I promise. Yeah, so so Katie's getting married on Saturday, which is very exciting. Um, and also, uh, Katie, Katie, we're four. It's her birthday. Oh, my God. We're the cutest four-year-old ever. I know. Oh, I Hannah. Think want, I want a stuffed unicorn, please. That's it's so fluffy. <laughs> and I just want a cake. Hmm. Yum. Ice cream cake. I Hannah, I am just so excited that we have done this for this long. <laughs> and we've been consistent. I'm just very proud of our consistency. Yes. Like, <laughs> go us. Yeah. Yeah. And thank is, you, people listening. Yeah. We, we appreciate you guys so much. It's so, so much. <laughs> we have so much fun. <laughs> yes. The, the most fun. The, the most fun. fun. So let's cool. just jump into this, into Destination Wedding, which premiered on Hallmark June 3rd, 2017. And here's their little synopsis. Ellie Hamilton has been painstakingly planning her sister's destination wedding for the longest time. As guests arrive on the beach paradise, Ellie runs into her ex-boyfriend Greg, who also happens to be the best man. When the bride and groom don't show up, Ellie and Greg must lie to the guests and assure everyone everything is okay. With the wedding a couple days away and Ellie unsure if her sister will show up, she and Greg must save the wedding while simultaneously falling for each other. And it stars Alexa Penavega, Jeremy Gilbot, uh, and Andrea Brooks. <laughs> so, Ellie's sister Mandy is getting married! Yay! Ellie, played by Alexa Penavega, is thrilled and plans the whole thing she is real mother of the briding because mom is dead and life is hard and planned the whole mexico resort event plus ellie's boyfriend alec isn't really into marriage (laughs) no red flags here Uh, so this is ellie's way of getting her wedding planning rocks off so to speak Uh, yes she took mandy's desires into consideration And this is absolutely the dream wedding Ellie would have wanted for herself, maybe. And it's totally fine that her boyfriend decides that he's too busy to attend the wedding with her. Hmm. No red flags. None at all, obviously. The bride and groom need to make final decisions on the wedding the week before. So this wedding is planned like a full week-long vacation. But Mandy and Jason, her fiancé, miss their flight. 
and leaving the airport in Mexico, Ellie literally runs into the best man, Greg, played by Jeremy Gilbon, who also happens to be her very serious ex, who left her for a job. No, she's not bitter about it. And no, she does not want to spend additional time with him. Thank you very much. <laughs> At the resort, it turns out that Mandy and her fiancé Jason have been fighting, which means they missed their replacement plane. But Ellie and Greg are there as the stand-ins and can make all the decisions on food and flowers and whatever else. Granted, the wedding coordinator did run off with a guest the day before, so they are working with Javier, who is the hotel jack-of-all-trades. But Javier is enthusiastic and is a pretty good problem solver. Spending all this time with Greg is sort of confusing. Yes, Ellie is upset with him about taking a job without talking to her first, like a good communicative couple would have, but also is coming to understand that he did so out of love, because he's a dick. <laughs> but she's with Alec now. The best case scenario is that they can be friends. Even if Greg is moving back to Los Angeles, and even if she has fun with him in a way she just doesn't with Alec, and even if he understands her in a way no one else does. Oh, Greg. So a few days in, and Mandy and Jason still have not arrived. And then, telling only Ellie and Greg... They call off the wedding and break up. What? Ellie and Greg know what is best, though, so they do not tell anyone <laughs> and continue to plan the wedding. <laughs> They'll get them back together from afar. Just you wait. Um, even if people are now starting to act a little suspicious, especially her dad and grandma. Grandma's super smart. Um, in order to get a break from all the lies, Ellie and Greg run off to town for the afternoon and it's kind of feeling like they're almost a couple again alec runs into mandy at the, a store in la and not being able to reach ellie as she's off cavorting around town with greg he calls her dad and spills the beans because of course mandy is like no we called off the wedding we're not doing this so now dad and grandma know that mandy and jason are having problems but don't worry dad can fix it <laughs> But Alec assumes this means that Ellie will come home. Maybe they can take a weekend trip. So turns out he could take time off work. Uh, he just didn't want to take time off work to come with her to her sister's wedding because he doesn't like Mandy, which means that Ellie has to think about this whole thing because uh, you with one person, you get the family. That's kind of how it yep. works. Yep. Especially when they're close, which Mandy and Ellie are package deal she said so yeah. screw yeah. you alec so the evening of the rehearsal dinner ellie and greg realize they're gonna have to break the news and tell everyone mandy and jason aren't coming to their own wedding but just as they start to break this news mandy and jason waltz in as if everything is fine and they did nothing wrong <laughs> the wedding is on and all is well relieved Greg and Ellie go hang out on the beach and celebrate all their well-done work with champagne that they have charged to Mandy's room. <laughs> Deservedly so. On the beach, Greg admits that he never should have broken up with Ellie and he still loves her. And she's realizing that she never fell out of love with him either. But before they can kiss, Alec shows up and proposes. Because he's great at reading the room. <laughs> 
Greg, assuming she says yes, goes to his special spot on the beach, because of course he has one in a Mexico place that he's never been before, to think and wallow. But Ellie does not say yes, of course. And how can she? One, she loves Greg. Two, Alex doesn't like her family and doesn't understand their importance in her life. So, like, how they even made it a year is shocking. Yes. So the next morning, wedding day, everyone is getting ready when Jason comes to Ellie freaking out because he can't find Greg. Maid of honor, on it. Uh, Operation Find the Best Man begins. Realizing that he's at his special beach spot that he showed her, Ellie runs out there only to find that he's gone. And she's heartbroken since she did not get to tell him that she loved him back. But wait, he didn't leave. He just fell asleep on the beach and had headed back to the hotel before he noticed her show up on at his spot. They clear the air and, while well, hurrying back to the wedding, kiss. Like, cut to the wedding. But it's Ellie and Greg's wedding, not Mandy and Jason. So presumably it's six months or a year later or whenever the fuck, however, maybe it's two weeks, who fucking knows. Um, it's basically the same. Javier is even their officiant. So just as was predicted on this very beach, one, one kiss, kiss means forever. forever. And forever is happening for Ellie and Greg. Because they get married. They got married. <laughs> it's never going to get old. <laughs> never. Never. And I hope that I am present enough to remember to say that on Saturday. <laughs> I'm trying to sneak in as much um, one kiss means foreverness yeah. as, as possible. <laughs> so. All right, Hannah. All right. Why don't you start somewhere? Okay. Well, I want to bring – you said you had questions about this resort. I have a lot of questions about this resort. Um, and, and so one of the things the – only, the only note that I wrote in all capitals um, has to do with, like, the wedding planning. So I just kind of want to put this out there. Yes, uh, it all most of the, your decisions are made the week – like, while you're at the resort. I am required to be there, like, three days beforehand to, to solidify. I made – some decisions from afar with the handy with handy dandy google docs um uh, i'm gonna call bullshit on mandy and jason for not attending to do this because i think the resort would probably be like no the couple has to be here you can't do it by proxy um i also agree that people don't care about the wedding food but i think there should be more of an effort made other than the chicken and the fish have vegetables on the side (laughs) I know you're going to talk about this, Hannah, so I'm bringing it up. My note was, how dare they not offer a veggie option? (laughs) Exactly. Okay. How how dare they not offer a veggie option? You have to offer a veggie option. Coming with vegetables does not count. If I was told, like, oh, you could have the fish, except we'll just take the fish off the plate or something, those vegetables are tainted and I will not eat them. Yep. Like, Katie can attest, they're tainted. It's no good. (laughs) Yep, that's number one. Number two, this hotel, their option choices are minuscule. Like, they are choosing two food options out of three. Why can't they have three? Why is there a tasting? Um, For fun, you know, to have it, I guess. Sure, but like, 
in theory, a tasting is to decide, like, okay, like, do we want, I don't know, I don't know food very well, but, like, do we want the salmon or the bass? Bass, yeah, sure. You know, like, you know, like, you're supposed to be actually choosing things. If you, like, they didn't need to do a tasting to say, like, well, we generally like chicken and you generally like fish. Right. That's that's true. But if it wasn't if you were needing to decide between like five options and you're like, I can't decide between the pork or the steak, like then sure. sure. But we've already sure. made those decisions and we're having a buffet. All of that's fine. Five options? Sure. I get a tasting. Three? Three? No. Three go fuck yourself. Three go fuck yourself. Also, like just figure out how many veggies you need and have like that many. They can choose chicken or fish, and we need like three vegetarian, yeah, dishes that are like separate that are not part of this or something. You know, Absolutely. whatever it happens to be. I I was furious, but they also do this with all the things like their the flowers. The flowers. It's two options. Yeah. Oh my god. The like I I that was my bigger thing. Bigger thing more than the food was the flowers. It's like these are the only flowers that you're offering. Granted, this is a movie, and they're just trying to get a point across, and they had to whatever, whatever. But I don't think that I could say, you know what? I like C008 and C0016. Can you combine them, please? I don't think they would do that. Just be like, freaking, just mark it off the checklist. Do a little check mark. It's fine. But also, like, to have, I I don't know. It's just such a weird scene to be like, this one or this one. These are your only, these are your only choices. Because it was just to show them have different opinions and fight and that Javier is a gem and he's like, compromise can happen, I, friends. And, and, I, and I get that. I get what they were doing with it. I was just annoyed at this resort. Also, this resort, I couldn't decide because some of the times I was like, oh, this is an all-inclusive. And some of the times we were charging things to the room. And I was okay. very confused. So I will say – this one point it i've only i've been to an all all inclusive just a couple of times but the last time i was at one you can order seven glasses of wine at one point and it's all inclusive but if you wanted to get a bottle they have to charge you for it so bringing a bottle of wine to the beach like she did they'd have they'd charge you for that okay. you can't just like get a bottle of champagne and bring it to your room you can get 18 glasses at one time <laughs> And that's all inclusive. I don't understand the logic, but that was something that we were told many times. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Okay. Here's another part that like really blew my mind in a like what is happening kind of way. Yes. So they do the rehearsal, not the rehearsal dinner, but like the actual rehearsal of the the wedding part. But all of the guests, I think, are there. Yes. Right. Uh huh. Which is weird to invite the guests to the rehearsal part, but mm, there's only like seven guests, so I guess it's fair. <laughs> and they need stand-ins, so they take the best man and maid of honor. But I'm like, no, you guys have your own parts, right? And then somebody else played the father of the bride, and the father of the bride is there. <laughs> that I didn't even think about. <laughs> I was just like, why is this happening? Like. No, you want two people who are not in this at all to be the bride and groom because they're the ones missing. You want everybody else to play their real part. This is not a helpful exercise. 
<laughs> I understand what these this trope of because it is a trope that we've seen a lot of this trope of stand in bride and groom. Sure. Like I understand what it's supposed to be doing, but logistically it never makes sense. No, it doesn't. Like like it would make sense. I actually saw one of these. Did you ever see Stars Fell, fell on Alabama? No. It's very bad. Yeah. Very, very bad. Uh, but it is about, you know, it's a, a, a Hollywood agent convinces a actress to go home with him as his girlfriend for this reunion and pretend that they're dating and then they fall in love kind of deal. Cool. Um, so this is, there, there was a sequel that they made. So I was like, well, I, I've committed. I have to watch a sequel, obviously. So I watch a sequel and he wants to ask this actress to marry him uh, over like Christmas or whatever. And they go to her family's house and her sister is like, I'm getting married. And her sister's male best friend is like sad about it, but is just sort of like, this isn't happening because of course she's in love with her. Right. And because he's her best, he's the bride's best friend. When he goes in to stand in for the groom, that made sense because he's not in the wedding. Right. And then oh, you get yeah, yeah, two yeah. people who are actually going to be in love. Doing it. Doing it. Because she is supposed to be there. And he is being the stand-in because they're friends. And it, like people are like, oh, he won't mind standing in for this. This will be fine. Because he's, he's around, but he's not technically in the wedding because they couldn't find a spot for him. Because he's not in Although the best it, man section. All of these movies, though, that are that have happened that we always watch about, like, people changing their mind at the wedding or, like, you know, like, being in love with someone else at the wedding. Because I'm, a, like, right next door to my wedding or happening this week as you listen, I feel so sad about them, right? <laughs> that, the, that whole plot point. Oh, because terrible. I was like, how awful to be sorry guys you've especially during this movie sorry guys that paid thousands of dollars to come to this wedding at that point i think i i think i owe it to you to get married i just owe it to you and if we need to get a divorce we'll get a fucking divorce but um my note to myself says i'm so stressed about money i was <laughs> so stressed about money in this movie like i yeah. was stressed about all the guests who like yeah like, if you didn't get married in Mexico, I would be a little upset with you. Right. And I would be upset having spent the money that I could not get back to have the vacation that I didn't plan for myself. Yeah. You know? And, like... Absolutely. That, that, so that would piss me off. Second of all, I think conservatively in this movie, they bought Jason and Mandy seven plane tickets. Uh. <laughs> like... I mean, they just kept missing their flight. You have to rebuy the ticket. Like, they don't just give you your ticket back because you're like, you didn't show. You can have this money back. That's not how it works. No. No. And also, one thing that crossed my mind is getting married in Mexico legally is a huge paperwork headache, which is why most people do. This is why they offer the symbolic ceremony which is technically what we're doing so billy and i will be married by the time you listen to this we're already technically legally married it's just not spiritually married <laughs> anyway your, your wedding date is the mexico date that's, yes that's yes you're recognizing billy does not count it and i i don't count it either because i'm wearing the better dress in mexico oh yeah 
So, but what my point is, is technically by now, they probably should have already been legally married. So, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. A couple of days before the wedding. And I think some resorts do require that, but ours doesn't. We don't, we could never get married and have a symbolic wedding <laughs> legally. That, that was very stressful to me. Because also the other thing was like, when they were about to cancel the wedding, like, what kind of money do you get back, if any? Yeah, like you're not going to no. get any back for the deposit stuff. or I mean, I'm sure you've already paid, actually. Like, you put down everything. 80%. 80%. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You have to pay 80% like, of, uh, like now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. But like, as, as the day this drops, will you have pay, still only paid 80 or will it be 100 Um, I think... I think I have to pay the other 20 like two days before the wedding. Which or something would be like, like today. Cha-ching! Take my money, please. Uh-huh. And I like that yeah. they do it so I can like add anything else that I feel like, oh, I changed my mind. Yeah. If they, ha- well, if they don't like, have to order sure. it or whatever. Sure. All of that stuff makes some sense. Like, it, I get not paying 100% until you're like pretty much like, yeah, it's this is happening. Like, and this, and it's coming out the way I want it kind of deal. But, what, what, ugh. The idea that you would just be like, mm, actually, it's not happening. Yeah. I think no. that that's awful. Something, so else that, <laughs> something else that stressed me out about this wedding is, and I'm sorry to tell you this, Hannah, but you'll know, you're probably realizing this, realizing this right now. I didn't plan any activities. You want to know why? Because the resort does it for me. <laughs> I didn't make any activities for just my wedding people, and I don't think that's actually a thing. Okay, I think it could be a thing if you okay. wanted it to. Based on when I was looking into, like, what do I want to do? Because I am not really a beach lounger, so going mm-hmm. to a resorty place, while beautiful, like, I don't want to spend every day just, like, doing nothing on a beach. That's not really my vibe. So... I was like, what are the excursions I could potentially take? So in theory, I could see where, like, somebody would be like, I booked everybody on this snorkel party or this, you know, whatever. Sure. But I don't see Mexican hat dancing just for my wedding guests happening at the resort. And if you have told me this is your itinerary in that way, I would have been like, "Uh uh-uh. Don't, no, no, no. This is my vacation. Thank yep. you. No. Okay, good. I so I did it fine. Please, oh, please do not. I mean, I really appreciated you being like, this is who you contact if you're interested in excursion-y things. <laughs> that was very, that was lovely. That was perfect. Because that's all I wanted. And it okay. turned out that I didn't book any because I was like, you know what? I need to do it last minute because that's the vibe I'm going to go with. And it's like, Fair enough. I'm going to go up to the front desk and be like, I want to see Turtles today. Please help me. And they will. Yeah. And that's kind of how I'm going to do it. I'm going to yeah. roll up and go, I think I want to go see a cenote. Yeah. Yeah. Done. And then that means people can decide if, like, I, then I don't have to go by myself and people could be like, I want to go. Let's go. Yeah. And then, it, and then it's not wrangling and it's easier. But it doesn't matter. This was bananas and way too overly booked and involved. Yeah. And, it, you know, just just too much you know we don't talk about it very often but like like a victorian house party that would be like 
a week. They didn't plan shit. It would be like Wednesday's the ball and like Thursday is the hunting party. And like if you want to go, great. But if you want to like sit in your room and read a book, that's yeah. fine too. Take a turn about the gardens. Yeah. But then Tuesday is tableau night, so bring your favorite garments. Yeah, like, not that it's, like, nothing, you know, but, like, I feel like the wedding is, like, that's the event. And, mm -hmm. like, stuff around it is, like, we offer our gardens and we offer our horses and we offer our, like, blah, blah, blah. But this is, if you would like to partake, great. If you would like to not partake, great. Nope. <laughs> like, nope. Do you know what you like and how what will make you happy? Perfect. You do that. <laughs> like, we expect you to show up for dinner. Cool? Cool. <laughs> See you there. Dance the night away. Yeah. Like, and... My last sort of what the fuck moment mm -hmm. is I think I, I didn't want to put it in pretty parade because I didn't want to say it was an anti. Okay. But because I felt a little bit bad about it. Mm -hmm. So I... Uh, at the end of the movie, the you see their wedding, you know, Ellie and Greg's wedding, and the dad is wearing a t-shirt, a shirt that is, I, I guess, if you were to Google Mexican wedding shirt, this is what would come up. Mm -hmm. Fine, I would, I've been looking at them because my dad was interested in something like that. Cool, 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 cool. However, okay. this poor guy's shirt is white and quite see-through, so you can see his like tank top like his his man tank underneath uh, it and it just uh, looks so gross <laughs> and i'm and i'm really glad that my dad may not be going with that i don't know but i just felt bad for this actor with like walking this wonderful beautiful dress down the aisle and you're like i look like stanley kowalski under this and you can tell <laughs> we never talked about alec do we have anything we need to say about alec other than he is an alec actor? is a poop head no. Because the fact is, like, he actively said, like, I don't like your sister. And I thought that was, like, kind of crazy. That you would I'm glad that he did so she knew and could be like, go all go fuck yourself. It, right. But he says, like, I, I don't like your sister. Will you marry me? It's, like, <laughs> such a weird thing. It's like, whoa. <laughs> I feel like if this was another movie, then he and the sister would have gotten married later. <laughs> I'm sure that movie exists somewhere, too. I'm sure. Yeah, no, Alec was just a dweeb. What pissed me off the most was he was like, come home and we'll go out of town. You, Yeah. Well, you... well, also thinking, like, okay, if she was going to come come home, like, her focus would be, like, let's go on vacation with my boyfriend as opposed to, like, my sister just had a major breakup and is probably, like, losing her goddamn mind. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's just a bit pretty selfish and tone deaf. So that's all I have to say about Alec, which is sad because he seemed like he'd be so cool at the beginning. Yeah. But you know, he's not the guy, so. No. Whatever. Hallmark Hallmarks. Let's so, uh, you started the you started us off with Mom is dead and life is hard. So, yep. good job there. Um, boyfriend is anti-wedding, so she pretends to be that too. Yeah. Um, we technically have a one year later because we open on the engagement of um, Mandy and Jason, and then one year later is the wedding. Yeah. Uh, and the new boyfriend doesn't want to come to the wedding because work. 
cusp, but she's so busy. She's good at organizing. Um, they literally run into each other, which is also part of the chapter. Yep. Um, animosity with exes. Like, you know, like the two of you will do this. Uh, two of who? Like, oh my God, there's uh, another person involved. And then, of course, it's that other person. And then it's him. Yes. The family likes him better mm. than the man she's dating. Yeah. Um, again, we've also talked about it, but leaving someone to protect them. I have that in all caps, <laughs> breaking her heart as a favor to her. <laughs> Give me no choice in the decision. Um, chosen as the two volunteers without them volunteering. Yeah. Um, I, I did one facet of they are forced to dance together. Mm -hmm. And work together. That's true. Because um, they make all the wedding plans. This is my next one. Um, and it's the maid of honor, best man. Fall in love. Yep. Aw, yep. Um, I have local color bonding time because they go around the market. Uh, they're, they are involved in deception, not with each other really, but with everyone else. <laughs> That's a good call. Um, the trope of they wanted to get married, but couldn't work out the details of their lives. God forbid. Oh, these marriages are gonna go so badly um <laughs> we have an interrupted kiss yep and the ex shows up at the wrong moment yep uh and not staying to watch the whole proposal to see the answer <laughs> yep that was my last one cool um yeah. pretty parade um i have two okay um, ultimately, I loved the um, aesthetic of the opening proposal scene. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought it was very beautiful, pretty lights, etc. And I want all of Alexa Penavega's clothes on my resort vacation. Do you? I because do. I had a few I really hated. Okay. Um, I'm, so I, all of my ahead. pretty parades are anti. Yeah, let's do it. So first of all, they the when they go to the Mexican hat dancing, they the hat dancers are wearing these quote unquote traditional Mexican outfits, covered in like rhinestones and sparkles, and I was just sort of like, I hate the tackiness of this. I hate mm -hmm. the this is for the tourists of this, and yeah. I it was just like I am uncomfortable and I don't like that you did this. So that was number one. Then, at one point, Alexa Penavega is wearing this one-shoulder brown shirt. And it's really close to her skin tone. Mm. And her arm hole, like, goes low below her boob. So if you look really closely, there's a couple shots of her bra, which is weird. I don't know if I remember that one. Um, okay, we'll take that one off my list. And it's got this weird, like, ruffle. That I also like, kind of like on her neckline, but it's one shoulder, so it's quite low. And oh, it, and I just I wasn't into it. Um, and then her maid of honor dress. That one was pretty awful because it is a halter, but also has shoulder straps. 
almost like it's got little cutouts on her shoulders, but it also has a side ruffle. It was just like, here, it's it, this only works because I am a stick. Well, I wouldn't call Alexa Penavega a stick. She's oh. thin, but she's got boobies, and I like those. Okay, but she's 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 thin. The the, she is the dress thin. is making her wide, shoulder to shoulder. That's true. And she can she has capacity for that. True. I think that's why <laughs> I liked the. I think that that's why I liked her outfits is because she, it did did show off like her cleavage in a in a. I have boobs, so I'm going to show them at a resort. And I feel like we don't often see that in like Hallmark movies where they're like, I'm like, I am a woman that has some like some kind of bosom. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show you my bosom. Okay. You know, I mean, it was still conservative, but sure. But like, I feel, I don't know. It's just what I, I remember thinking that when I watched it. So I was like, I want that because when you're at a resort, you just want to let everything hang loose. Sure. And I want it. Gotcha. I'm going to do that. Everyone's going to see my butt. Okay. Because that's what my wedding dress looks like. It's buttless. <laughs> Assless chaps, the wedding dress. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Across the universe. Okay. So, I have a lot. Cool. I have two. Okay. Um, so, my first one is that we get, uh, at the very beginning of this movie, a ring box, open it up, and it says, Hallmark Bridal. Especially <laughs> selling rings in 2017. <laughs> With a spotlight on it. <laughs> That was one of mine. Oh my god, that was so funny. I laughed out loud. <laughs> um, my next one was Andrea Brooks plays the sister who is getting married, um, which is also true for In the Key of Love. She is the sister who is getting married. Yeah. Um, and sort of in A Harvest Wedding. She's not the sister, but she's the bride. She's um, good at being a bride. Yeah. She's got those rosy pale features um then alexa penavega is an interior designer who event plans and she was event an event planner at love at sea and a wedding planner in mismatch and an interior <laughs> designer at least adjacent in that christmas movie with jonathan bennett that i'm forgetting the name <laughs> she's her job is either dancing or organizing in all of these yeah. movies <laughs> And she does both in this one. <laughs> I love it. Um, you know, across our universe, I had Mexico Resort for a wedding. Yeah. Um, and across my very stupid universe, so I'm part of a, a bingo league, mostly on Zoom. And I-22 was always the quack quack. And they said that in this movie, and it made me really happy. <laughs> you know, that crossed my mind when I heard it. And I was like, oh, just like Bingo <laughs> Cool. Rosemary is a very, uh, very no, good host. It, it, it gets quite dirty, but um, quack, quack. Quack, quack. You know, side boobs and things like that. <laughs> I love it. 
Um, I so my one low hanging across the universe is um, Grandma Goldie likes Greg better, and she's the actress who plays her is the same grandma who liked Tyler Hines better, and it was always you. So Grandma be fucking some shit up. <laughs> Grandma is determined that these ladies get with the person she deems correct. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Do you have any I, new and noteworthy? I didn't, um, but I did have a really unreal. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. It was just not Andrea Brooks was on Unreal. That's I forgot weird. about that. Wow. Did you have any new and noteworthy? Nah. Okay. Not at all. Supporting shout out. Well, I already talked about Grandma Goldie. <laughs> when she says, my tacos are coming after faking her own death, I was like, she's a rock star. Um, but I think my official super supporting shout out is Javier because he's hilarious. Those two were exactly mine as well. Yay! Javier, he does all the jobs, and Grandma Goldie. <laughs> it pretty much saved the whole movie. Oh, to yeah. Me, so. <laughs> Kiss meter. Um, okay, we have two kisses. We do. We have their like, oh, we actually do. We're in love, and we have to get to a wedding, but we'll kiss right now. One, and then their wedding. Yes, I rated the wedding kiss slightly better. Um, I gave the first kiss a four. Okay. Um, be I thought it was very tight lipped. I felt like they did the thing where they're just putting their faces together like they weren't actually kissing. And we always talk about how the dialogue around it is important. And the fact that they keep saying, love always wins. Like so many times in the last two minutes of this movie made me want to vomit my <laughs> tacos. So I didn't eat tacos, but it just made me just like I didn't like it at all. How about you? I was nicer than you. I gave it a six. <laughs> cool. Um, but I was sort of in that boat, and I also felt like this is a reunion. Fucking kiss each other. Like, let's give me some passion. Come on, guys. Like, chop, chop. Get, yeah. Get moving. So, that. What about For the sure. wedding kiss? So, I gave the wedding kiss a six because okay. I felt like the same things applied even the love always wins was still there in their vows. Um, but it looked better because it was in silhouette, so I couldn't see it. Um, uh, so it was a pretty moment. I had the exact same thought. I said I gave it a seven, and I said, very Princess Bride silhouette. Yeah. It, it got a point for, for Princess Briding itself. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Perfect. So, Katie, would you suggest other people watch this movie? So, I'm going to tell you something about this movie. Um, just a quick little anecdote. It was because of this movie that I felt I could do a destination wedding. Because okay. Billy really, Billy had always, I guess, envisioned a destination wedding. I never thought I'd get married or anyone would want to marry me. Um, so I was like, I'd never really given any thought to what I wanted to happen. And when, and I was like, I don't want a destination wedding. I want to do the things that I see in the Hallmark movies where they're doing the tastings and making the decisions and whatever. And I'm not going to get that with a destination wedding. And then I watched this and I was like, 
oh, you do do it. You just only have to do it one time and it's easy. Okay, yeah, I can live with this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But besides that, I'd say, yeah, this one's kind of fun. I feel like their chemistry doing their, like, I I rebuff you. I'm courting you. I rebuff you in the Mexican hat dance that lasts way too long scene. It's like most of the movie. Um, It's pretty painless. It's cute. I wasn't super cringy, so yeah, sure. How about you, Hannah? I, I said it's fine, and it, you know it's not top of my list by any means, but it's kind of cute. So, like, yeah. if you feel like it, you know, it's it's definitely not one of those like fuck, search it out ones. But like, if it's on, eh, why not? Yeah, so that's kind of where I landed. Your destination wedding is going to be so much more fun than watching this. Maybe movie. we'll make it into a documentary. <laughs> I'm sure we will in our own ways because everybody's going to have a phone attached to their hand. So (laughs) there'll be a version of the documentary. Oh, Um, man. I'm so happy that we did Destination Wedding for my Destination Wedding. Hannah, I'm so excited. Yes, yes. We certainly did. (laughs) Hannah especially. And uh, I am just so grateful that we've done this for four years. Four years. Oh, my God. It's crazy. So crazy separation across state lines and pandemics could not keep us from talking about fucking Hallmark movies. <laughs> nope. Nope, nope, nope. Hell yeah. So One kiss means forever! Woohoo! Make sure that you're following us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that place. One kiss means forever, where one and the four are numerals. We attempt to live tweet as many of these movies as of the new movies as we can um again, we're in mexico we're not doing this saturday for sure <laughs> <laughs> um but you know like when we're around we're we're, we're trying to let it go a little bit just because yep. we we want to have fun uh, we surely do <laughs> and um if you'd like to uh send me any gift cards for my wedding i'm just kidding um <laughs> You can email us at onekissmeansforever at gmail.com, and that's all spelled out like it is on our logo. Um, what's also our email address if you want to um, look us up on coffee and send us, you know, a couple bucks. We'll take it. But listen to us. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks to Flint Pastures for our intro-outro music. His stuff's on Apple Music, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Um, and we'll see you in a couple weeks with a Mary Katie. Yeah. See you in a couple weeks. Thank you.